Hey, what's going on, everybody? Christian, how you doing today? I'm great. How are you? Hey, man, thank you for joining in. Um, what's the time? What's the time right now where you are currently? Uh, half past three. Half past so three. I'm in it is, you're in Berlin right now. It is 9.30 a.m. on the East Coast, United States. And uh, I've got uh, the co-founder and CTO, uh, Christian Peters, here uh, with us this morning to discuss some great new features that uh, rolled out with the Protocol 15 upgrade. So uh, from their blog entry, Stellar is designed to connect the world's financial infrastructure and Protocol 15 introduces two new features, claimable balances and sponsored reserves. Now they claim that it makes it easier than ever uh, to do things. So uh, it says that Protocol 15 features have been over a year in the making and they address some of the biggest pain points developers experience when building user facing apps and services on Stellar. So the question for all of us folks out there is, how significant is it? So I went ahead and uh, made a call out to Christian, uh, who I've followed for many years. And uh, let's just say he knows what he's doing. He is behind uh, DStock, which uses Stellar to allow its users to trade uh, live stocks. If you haven't saw, I had uh, his partner, uh, Craig, on uh, about a week or so ago showing exactly how they utilize Stellar to bring real-world stock use to the masses. So, Christian, uh, let's start off with claimable balances and sponsored reserves. Um, I guess, which one do you want to tackle first? Claimable balances or, or sponsored reserves? Which one do you want to tackle first? So, quite recently, we started implementing sponsored reserves. So, that's something that uh, we've been waiting for quite quite a while on D at DStock because it significantly helps our business. So, we, we don't use claimable balances yet. So... We have a few use cases in mind that we where we want to use it, but yeah, sponsored reserves is fresh in my mind, so maybe we start there. All right, so let's start with the problem. Um, you said you guys were excited to use it. Uh, prior to sponsored reserves, uh, what issues were you running into? Uh, okay, I have to start, start a bit earlier. So um, the one thing that everyone faces when they develop an application on Stellar or on any blockchain for that matter, is that um, in the beginning, there were lots of enthusiastic users who were crypto friendly and who are willing to dive into the technical ramifications of the protocols that generally more tech savvy. And um, now that we hope or that um, blockchain is going more and more broad, um, um, more and more to mainstream, we, we want to tackle users that do not have any experience in blockchain that might not know what a private key is, stuff like that. And um, that the question for them is how, how will they use the blockchain if they, if they don't, if they, if they don't know anything about it. And um, what, what it boils down to what, what I think is, is the main, main idea behind blockchain or the use of blockchain as you know, it is that you now have a protocol that has um, accounts as a first-class citizen. So every one of us mm -hmm. um, who's using blockchain has an account there. And that's um, it's often a bit overseen, but it's like quite dramatic experience in protocols. Like imagine HTTP, for example, this thing that you use in the internet would have accounts built in that would, it would be amazing. But this, again, comes with, with the idea of having a database behind that. I mean, that's the entire idea of blockchain is that there's a decentralized database. And on this database, you have to make entries. So every time someone writes or reads to the to the database, 
um, they taking up some space and generally requires some work by the, by the, um, by the service and therefore it needs to be somewhat throttled. So, um, the way Stellar is doing the throttling is that they require some kind of staking for each action or each each entry that you do on, on the Stellar network. So, for example, when you when you create an account, you have to fund it with one uh, one XLM at the moment. And um, every time you create a trust line, so trust line basically to accept other assets, you have to stake it in, with another 0.5 XLM. So that's that's always um, there's always some XLM or Stellar Lumens in, involved. So that's the native currency of the network. Probably everyone knows. And um, that's all nice and shiny if you have people who know what Stellar blockchain is. So if, if I'm telling you, hey, uh, Sam, do you want to join? It's just easy. You have to create an account on Stellar blockchain. Just send some XLM. You, you'll be willing to do it. But you obviously can't do it with users who just use our app. So just someone says, hey, I want to invest in stocks and downloads our app. And then we tell them, oh, okay, please go first to Binance, create an account there, send their money from your credit card, trade it against XLM, <laughs> send it here. That, that won't work. So someone, right, so let me, someone so, so needs let me to pause you real quick. So let me pause you real quick. So, yeah. all right. So just for everyone listening in, because he unpacked a, a lot of information there. So currently, um, or prior to this upgrade, right? Yeah, prior to this, um, each Excel, each each wallet. So I set up, if you were to set up an account. I need one XLM to uh, set that first account. And then for each trust line. So let's say, you know, I want to trade Google, Apple, uh, maybe an EFT. You're saying that all of those would acquire another 0.5 XLM, right? So yep. on, on average, the average user is probably, I mean, average accounts is somewhere around three to five XLM per user just, just to get started. And they would literally have to transfer that money into, yeah, I could, I can see how the average, my mom probably wouldn't do this, <laughs> you know? I mean, the idea of this is not really, it's not really like, uh, that, the, that it shouldn't be a burden for you or money where right. you say, oh, I'm very, this is the basic idea is that um, to prevent spam protection. So mm -hmm. just imagine a world where um, emails, for example, would require staking as well. It, it wouldn't be much, maybe. I know. Just imagine a word like this, where right. you send out an email. Let's say you send, I don't know, 100 or 1,000 emails, and that would wrap, wrap up to, I don't know, 10 cents a month. You would say, okay, what the hell? I don't know about this 10 cents. But this would mean that the spam would end because right. people who are sending out billions and billions of emails every every day would stop it because for them it, it, it adds up and it becomes expensive. And um, yeah, right. Anthony's right. Each offer needs to lead to spots taking. Um, and um, shout out, so shout out to Anthony from... Barker, by the way. Shout out to Anthony Barker out yeah. there. <laughs> and, and and this is the idea about the staking, so that people just don't create billions of accounts on the Stellar blockchain or create billions of offers just creating with trust lines and would just basically make uh, uh, um, let the network run over over capacity. That that should be prevented. That's the entire idea of staking. It's not just someone wants to get rich of it. It's not a fee mm -hmm. when you remove account you get your xlm back it's it's, it's not it's literally just spam prevention and okay. um so that that's that's the first thing so what we did is because we don't want to get uh, people into that burden is we sent people those xlm 
So um, when you create an account on on uh, DStock before that, and we made a manage, uh, we we created your account. We had a hot wallet in, uh, or we have a hot wallet in our server that sends you um, uh, some XLM to get started. So roughly, basically, one for account creation. Then we do an initial trust line to NKUSD, and yeah, I think that's it. And um, okay. so we sent you the one point five XLM. And we had some kind of sophisticated uh, um, uh, logic in place that every time you create an offer, we sent you sent you one and then wanted to take it back, but that's not possible and stuff like that. So it's like it's it's kind of kind of involved. So the main the main reason for this is that you you introduce a potential attack vector with this, right? So people could mm -hmm. potentially create a million accounts on DStock, and we would send each one uh, 1.5 XLM, and then all of a sudden you would end up with, uh, I don't know, it's trading at 20 cents or something, you would end up with with a decent amount of money, 200K or so, and um, in US dollar. And that's that's obviously a problem. So right. what we did, so it's a problem we dealt with. So we had throttling, and we did some other things like a fraud detection. We might made some things like we moved um, um, the, the money sent after KYC, stuff like that. So we had like a lot of lot of um, um, business intelligence stuff going on to prevent fraud. But it was wow. just all of that was just circling around the problem, right? The actual problem was that we <laughs> sent people money. Right. And um, we after that, we don't own it anymore because that's the entirety of blockchain. That we don't have their private key. They could take the money and run. Gotcha. And um, okay, that, that was a long introduction to come to the no, problem. No, that was great. Sponsored. It was a great introduction, though, because, I mean, you know, we see a lot of times, you know, we, and I say we as the collective of the, the stellar fans out there, we have no idea, you know, like we have no idea all the work and the headaches that you guys go through behind the scenes. So... That's a really good, uh, really good breakdown for us. So thank you. Okay, so like prior to that, we had to sing like, okay, we for example, a hot wallet only only did have something like ten thousand XLM. So even if everything in business intelligence would break, an attacker would find Luco. That's the maximum they can get out, and all those the stuff. And it's it was quite painful. And actually, this entire logic of determining how much money the current account ha ha has, how much he will need in the future, it was kind of kind of involved. And um, it was, and that's most importantly, not an elegant solution. So I'm a software architect. I just didn't like this entire, okay, check this here, check there, check. I didn't like it. And sponsored research, it's basically just literally, you, you can maybe not already imagine by the name what problem it solves. You can now say that um, you sponsor this reserve on behalf of someone else. So, for example, what we're doing now is when we're creating an account, we don't send this account any Excel anymore. So you can can see on I don't know, Stellar Expert for new created Stellar uh, DStock accounts, they uh, don't have any XLM in, in their place anymore, and um, okay. and um, the XLM stays in our in our wallet, and it doesn't need. Uh, so the user is not is not getting access to that. So they first of all eliminates an attack vector, and more importantly, it eliminates a lot of logic that we have to do in the background. So we can just say okay. There is, uh, we have we have one wallet that's sponsoring the reserves, but it still owns that money, uh, the XLM. And, and this is like a smart um, is, contract? Is it a smart contract that that kind of, you know, tells it to link it or a script that's used to tell it to link it it's on the back end? No, no, it's uh, it's on protocol. It's a, it's a protocol implementation. That's what basically what this, what this upgrade is about. So 
just to get a bit more technical, so each mm -hmm. Stellar transaction has a stack of operations where you can say, okay, as operation one, I want to send uh, 10 um, Anchor USD to Sam. As operation two, I want to do this, 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 and this. And some of those operations do require um, staking of XLM, so it's just creating an offer and creating a trust line. What you can do now, you can sandwich those transactions with sponsored reserves. You can suggest so a bit uh, easy speaking. You can say, okay, these three transactions that are followed uh, that are coming now, I'm going to pay the reserve for this for this account. So it's like nothing. You don't have to script it. It's no smart contracts. Absolutely secure. It's wow. built-in operation on the protocol. It's super easy. And I mean, it sounds like ooh, super smart tech and stuff like that. But it's like this implementation of sponsored reserves like took me a day. It was it was really not not. No, it's, not, it's not complicated. It's a really elegant solution that you can can bring to production quite quite easily. And it has a nice. second great a second great thing to it, and that is that um, we still own those XLM because, as I said, so this, it's actually spam protection for you as a DStock user. It's not a lot of money. So okay, you get maybe two XLM or something like that. So it's twenty cent. Um, and if XLM rises very very high. The Stellar Foundation would lower this, the staking as, as they've done in the past. For example, a few years okay. ago, it, it required you 20 XLM to stake an account. Now it's only one. And if XLM, for uh, whatever reason, would rise to, I don't know, $1, they would probably lower this reserve as well. So it's, it won't be something where you get rich with. It's always just really there for spam protection. But for us, it's D-Stock. And, and I'll say this. I'm, I'm sorry, but I'm glad you pointed that out because I know that I've had conversations with people that were building or thinking about building on Stellar. And they mentioned that as a concern that, you know, if the price of XLM were to skyrocket to some higher number, that then it would become difficult to, um, it would become difficult to, uh, to, to scale. But what you're saying, they, they would just basically lower that, that reserve amount. So I'm glad you pointed that out. Well, so it's like technically it's not the Stellar Foundation lowering it. That's a proposal, and all nodes have to accept it because it's decentralized. But yes, so it happened. To, it did happen in the past. So um, I'm not sure how long ago, but I think there was this crazy time where Stellar was at 90 cents or something like that. And around that time, they lowered the stuff from 20 XM to 1 XM. And I mean that's that's the basic slogan of Stellar because like banking the unbanked, and um, if it becomes right. too expensive to create an account, it's no longer fun. But Nonetheless, so this for us as a company, these, these amounts add up. So um, if we're going to have at some point 100 million users or 10 million users, which we obviously uh, are targeting, um, then adds up, and it would mean that we have locked up 10 million XLM. And um, then if then XLM afterwards goes up in price, um, yeah, it's 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 a significant amount of money that we would like would not like to just spend. And um, with sponsored reserve, we can actually take it back. So if, if there's Obviously, if there's an account who's actively trading and who still has assets, we can't remove the trust line. But like, there's always a significant amount of people who just try out the app um, and see it. It's not for them, or they want to try it out and forget about it for whatever reasons. They just don't mm -hmm. go further down the funnel. So you always end up in any business with some, with a lot of accounts that are just created and never touched. And um, so this XLM in the previous example where we didn't have sponsored reserves were, were essentially burned. So because people forgot about their private key and they're gone, and then they're sit sitting there and with sponsored reserves, they're still within the realm of D-Stock. So yeah, that's good. that's another good point about it. That is, that is. So good. So so I so that that's all on sponsored reserves. Anything else you think we're missing out on? 
Not sure. I mean, if there are questions, I'm happy to answer. But um, yeah, that's uh, main, mainly the main points where we were really eager to implement. All right. Shout out to Stellar Island out there. Appreciate everybody joining in. If you guys have uh, any questions, um, please uh, make sure to uh, add that uh, in the post here, as you know, Anthony and some others have done, and uh, we'll make sure they get answered. So uh, you mentioned claimable balances. Isn't something that you guys have implemented, but uh, you're familiar with it. Um, how is that different? So what, what, what use case or what issues are, is that solving? Um, okay, going going back to the uh, to the idea of emails that I had, had a bit before. That's that's very deep in the, the fun, fundamental claim that Stella is going to make as well that that money should move as easy as emails, and um, that's actually a quite bold claim, right? So when people say, "Yeah, emails move easy," that's that's cool. Money should be the same, but it's an insanely bold claim. And I think if you go to a bank where where people run their mainframe on COBOL and those stuff, they, they would laugh at that frame because it's it's insane when you think about it. like emails okay. is um, fundamentally an insecure protocol, right? We, everyone knows that you shouldn't send passwords over email. The NSA is reading along, and um, um, that's one of the reasons why it's why it's so easy to use. But it's fundamentally broken. You have lots of spam and all this kind of stuff. And um, so when, you, when you're saying we want to make money move like, like email, you're really up for a mission. And um, so far, at least to my understanding, Stella has delivered quite well on this one. And um, nice. they, and there, there's, so the, the entire thing that drives Stella implementations is reducing friction when you send money from one person to the next person. So it's like 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 the sponsored reserves reduce the friction for people who are not 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 yet on on on, on Stella. And for claimable balances, it's um, the same idea about interoper interoperability between um, different services. So there's let, let, let's do an example, and that's actually one that's coming from our community. It's a guy who's mentioned it quite recently on on, on our keywords chat as a great suggestion. He said it would be super great if someone would uh, if I have like like an Apple share and I, I would send it to someone like saying, hey, Sam is not yet a DStock user. Unfortunately, can't be because in the US, but let's say you say you weren't. <laughs> Sam is not yet a D-Stock user. I want to send him a Christmas present, one Apple stock. I mean, it's a great... Yeah, please. Christmas. I, tell you, I like Christmas, by the way. Please send me a present. Yeah. <laughs> so, so I would like to do that. But you're not yet a D-Stock user. So um, I actually couldn't do that because um, you may have a Stella account, for example, but you don't have yet yet a D-Stock account. So therefore, you don't have right. a trust line yet to Apple. You can't create it. You can create a trust line to Apple. That's Everyone can do that. But... Our issuer, so so DStock, um, has to um, has to acknowledge that that trust line. So we have to say, yeah, okay, we KYC to us, everything's fine, you can use it. So mm -hmm. he could send you those those Apple Apple yet, and um, that would require you to just basically to go through the through our process first, and then do some stuff, and then you could send it. And that's that's kind of a weird thing because like you couldn't just say in our app, okay, I'm sending Sam this money. You need right. to call you first. Say, hey, you need to set this up. Do this and this and this, <laughs> and that's that's not that's annoying thing. So um, there needs to be some kind of. If, but if you want to send money to someone and he, he doesn't even know if you have a DStock account or not, he just doesn't want to, want, want to use it. Like if, if I'm sending you an email, I don't want to care about things as well. Just want to right. send you money, and then you could could think of what to do. And that's why claimable balance introduced such a, a thing called. Oh, it's not called like that, but you can imagine it like an intermediary wallet or intermediary state. So they mm. they send those one you you would send those one Apple stock on chain 
and it would just uh -huh. stay there. And then you could literally claim that. And though this claim would actually have some prerequisites, but um, you, for example, in this case, you would go to our KYC and then you could claim this, this balances. But like from the from the perspective of the of the user sending it, he doesn't have to make any assumptions about the status of your account. He, he or she could just say, "Hey, I'm going to send one apple to to uh, to Sam." And you then there would you would use for example I don't know a lobster wallet or something like that and they would implement it and they would send you an notification that someone wants to send you money and maybe some instructions and then you can go for it and um, so it's basically abstracting away the requirement of the sender needing to check the status of the receiver and um, yeah I mean that's that's a great write up on on, on Stella where where people want to settle their uh, bill um, when they went out for beers. On the network, but they do use different US dollar savings. So that's that's the same example where I say, okay, I'm going to send you ten dollars, and um, if you don't have um, the trust line for that yet, and then you can create it. But I've already sent it to you. So, uh, and that's and you can you can imagine. I mean, my example my example was a bit um, uh, 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 of a voluntary thing. Someone sends you as a Christmas, but you can imagine how the thing works. For example, if there are legal requirements, for example, you need to send the money at a specific point in time. And then you can say, hey, I've sent it. It's up to you to claim it, but I've done my uh, my part of the contract, things like that. So, right, yeah, so it's right, basically right. you're protecting away the requirement, the pre prerequisites that are, are needed to send stuff around the network to to state where the receiver can figure it out once he has his money has already been sent. No, that's awesome. So, because I know, like, uh, in, the, in the beginning, even with, uh, with Keybase, you know, playing around with that, you know, you would send somebody, like you said, USD, USD, but you're selling through, let's say, you know, Stellarport, but they're using Anchor USD. And so they don't have it. Then you got to call them up and say, can you open up this trust line and all that whole confusion. So that's great. And I and, yeah, and that, I could definitely see even the stock thing, too. Go ahead. There's, I mean, there, there's, uh, there's a feature that's a bit similar that's called past payments. Where you could, where, where for example, when you would say, I would, what I always could do is like, I'm happy, I'm having an Apple stock, and I want to send you, uh, want to send you the equivalent of it, and you're just holding US dollar. Then I can send it. That's already it's one of the most awesome features in Stella. I can just send it, say, hey, I'm sending Apple to Sam, but Sam should receive US dollar. And then there's this Dex, so they built an exchange Stella, and uh, US dollar will arrive in your account. So you that's that already right working. Yeah, right you can now? do it already. Yeah. All right, listen, guys. Uh, that's come on. That's awesome. So if you got Apple stock and you owe your friend ten dollars for beer, if you got that, you can transfer it through Stellar instantaneously. It goes to the Stellar Dex. They get the equivalent of your piece of Apple stock in USD in their wallet, and with claimable balances and with uh, uh, oh, sponsored reserves, this could all work even smoother so yeah well, well there's a bit of there's a bit of a catch so we actually implementing past okay. payments into our sap 8 api so that, but yes so nice technically you're right you could do that yes you can all you, you can already do that and that's that's insanely good feature so it's like i mean that's the basic idea of remittance right you're saying hey 
Um, I'm, I'm an immigrant and I'm living in Paris and I have family in whatever in India and I'm sending, uh, I'm having euros. So um, I'm sending euro tokens uh, issued by Anthony, send them to um, India. Okay, yeah, I'm not sure there's there's, there's a good legal framework for, for stablecoin there, but Nigeria, for example, you would send it to Kauri, do a great job and the people would receive Naira and could directly withdraw to the bank account. So that's actually already there. Yeah, it's, it's, one of the greatest features just is it's, it's, it's insane that not that so many people outside of the seller community know about it because it's really mind-blowing idea about how to send money around it's, um that's right spread the, the word spread this spread this video uh a lot of great information here uh thank you christian this has been great uh let me see if there's any questions here um i think this is from this from stellar ireland i think this is more of a d-stock question um any plans to roll out to europe Well, not currently. So DStock's focusing, as we've always said, our mission statement is uh, helping emerging markets. So um, first of all, there are some regulatory things that would be tackle would be required to tackle uh, for us to tackle when we go to Europe. There's a lot of as well a lot of steep competition if you are in the play in the um, in the area of just targeting people who want to invest. Right? That's for example, mm -hmm. Germany, the Great Republic, great app, and people could use it and um, yeah, that's why no. At the moment, we are not really planning on Europe. Sorry about that. All right. Yeah, definitely helping the unbanked, helping those that need it the most. So that's that's one thing I like about you guys is that you are seeking out uh, the ones that need it the most. So um, I don't see any other questions now. I really appreciate uh, you taking the time, Christian. This has been great. Yeah, everybody that's listening to this, uh, the great thing about this is that this will continue to uh, circulate. Uh, 24 7 so if you miss something come back as soon as this recording stops you can watch the whole thing again send it to your mom your dad your best friends your uncle your accountant let them know about path payments in particular man it's uh really good stuff so uh christian i'm out of here thank you again yeah. um real quick while you're on here man if they want to uh try out d stock how do they uh how do they get to it well, it's in the Play Store, so Play and it's, it's there for Apple and um, Google. So you can just go to our Play Store and search for D Stock, and then you can start. Right. And you can see Stellar's in action. There you go. You can see it in action. Uh, Stellar's live. Thank you, guys. Take care. Bye bye.